Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, breaking news, a suspect arrested over a shooting on a New York City subway. Airports brace for their biggest travel surge in years. Delays set to blow out ahead of the Easter long weekend. Road tragedy, a crash claims the lives of four women in Queensland. Charges laid, protesters to face court for blocking the Sydney Harbour Bridge, promising more disruption today. And Joe Biden's strongest stance yet, the US president accuses Putin of genocide. This is 7 News with Sally Bowery. Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A man wanted over a horrifying shooting on a New York subway has been arrested. Live to US correspondent David Woywood in New York. David, he was apprehended after more than 24 hours on the run. He was, yeah, he was, Sal. Good morning. Look, 62-year-old Frank James was arrested not far from here about an hour and a half ago and has now been charged with that single count of a federal terrorism crime. Look, we have just heard from the NYPD. They have updated the situation. Of course, they had been hunting him now for more than 24 hours for his role in this alleged shooting down here on the Brooklyn subway station yesterday morning. 23 people were injured in that attack. Five people are still critical this morning. This was police speaking a short time ago. We hope this arrest brings some solace to the victims and the people of the city of New York. We used every resource at our disposal to gather and process significant evidence that directly links Mr. James to the shooting. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run. Now, what we know about Frank James is that he was a little bit of a loner. That is according to his family, that he had been posting a number of very violent and threatening videos online. They have now been taken down by Facebook, uh, Twitter and YouTube this morning. And just uh, here in New York, everyone just really uh, breathing a sigh of relief. That active shooter situation, Sal, has now been downgraded. OK, thank you very much. David Woodward reporting in New York for us this morning. Airports around the country are preparing for another chaotic surge of travellers ahead of the Easter long weekend, anticipating the busiest day for domestic air travel since the pandemic began. The CEO of Sydney Airport is predicting more than 80,000 people will pass through the gates over the next 24 hours. Staffing shortages have proven crippling, with hundreds of employees either unable to work due to COVID or previously stood down. Qantas says between 20 to 50 per cent of its staff are off work because of the virus. At Melbourne Airport, there are 120 job vacancies across security, cleaning, customer service, maintenance and management. 
A horror crash in Queensland's southeast has claimed the lives of four young women. Police say all four were in the same vehicle attempting to turn onto the New England highway near Stanthorpe when they were struck by a semi-trailer. With the lead up to Easter, this is a tragic set of circumstances that's occurred here tonight and resulted in the, the death of four young women um, and certainly the impact that it's going to have on this truck driver is um, certainly going to be an impact for the rest of his life. Investigators are yet to identify the women. They're asking anyone who may have dash cam vision of the crash to get in contact with them. The truck driver was taken to Toowoomba Base Hospital. Four activists have been charged after using a truck to block a lane on Sydney Harbour Bridge, disrupting peak hour traffic. The climate protest group is promising more disruption today and the police minister hopes they'll be hit with the full force of new laws. Standing tall, flare in hand, protesters stop Sydney yet again. This is an emergency situation. Two glued to the Carl Expressway, the other two on top of a truck blocking it. We're on the Harbour Bridge. We're blocking the traffic. Smiling for a selfie as they brought the city to a standstill. They're going to screenshot this. Fireproof Australia proving not to be policeproof. The activists deactivated and arrested one by one, having achieved their goal of mass inconvenience, but not necessarily mass awareness. I didn't even know what they were protesting, to be honest. People have had a gutful of this behaviour and they want to see these people arrested, charged, put in jail. Leading the pack was Violet Coco, a serial protester arrested this time last week. I'm just media! Stop. I'm Stop. media! As well as last year outside Parliament House. We have to act now! And Alan Glover, a veteran volunteer firefighter and comedian. Both will be subject to tough new laws and potential prison time, but they don't care. A member of your group just this week was sentenced to jail time. That doesn't deter you at all? We're going to keep doing this. It's not going to stop us because it's too important. If we have to, uh, we'll make arrests when we know that there are protests planned before they even take place. But the message to the public is clear. Should Sydney commuters expect to see more of this? I think they should. Amelia Brace, 7 News. Leaders are trying to flip the focus to policy instead of the sideshow as week one of the federal election campaign wraps up. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, the PM and his opponent are hitting the road again this morning. They certainly are. Sally, good morning. Both hitting the campaign trail yet again today, ahead of the Easter long weekend. Anthony Albanese is waking up in Sydney this morning where he will continue to focus on health and spruiking his urgent care clinics. His advisers wanting to hit the reset button following his economic gaffe on Monday where he failed to recall the current unemployment rate and the cash rate. But he was yesterday forced to defend the decision to shelve any change or any review to the current job seeker rate. The Prime Minister is in Tasmania this morning where he will pledge almost $220 million in federal funding to make more wood products in Australia. The policy will form part of the government's pitch to regional voters, particularly in Tasmania, where the coalition is fighting to hold on to crucial seats. However, Scott Morrison was also forced to defend questions about whether he would uh, legislate a Commonwealth Integrity 
Security Commission a promise of the 2019 election. He's now pushing Labor to support the current model that is before them. Despite criticisms, it is not strong enough. Sal? Okay, thank you very much. Taylor Aiken reporting in Canberra this morning. Joe Biden has accused Vladimir Putin of committing acts of genocide in Ukraine as fears grow of another Russian offensive in the east. It's the first time the US president has used the word genocide to describe the atrocities, although he has previously said Putin is a war criminal. Moscow hit back at his comment, claiming it's unacceptable and describing it as an attempt to distort the situation. Meantime, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has released a new video warning the war will become an endless bloodbath unless Ukraine is given additional weapons. Queenslanders will no longer need to check in or show a vaccine certificate to enter most venues across the state just in time for the Easter long weekend. As of one o'clock this morning, the mandatory measures were scrapped now that more than 90% of the population is fully vaccinated. But doctors fear more pressure on the health system means patients will suffer. We've got a health system without enough beds, with no surge capacity. So that when there's a spike in the number of people needing to be seen or picked up by an ambulance, we don't have the ambos. 38% of patients in Queensland have been forced to wait more than half an hour for an ambulance. An investigation's underway into the Victorian health system after a 72-year-old man died while waiting to be admitted to hospital. He was forced to wait on a trolley in the back of an ambulance for three and a half hours after suffering a fall. When he went to the bathroom, accompanied by a nurse and paramedic, he suffered a cardiac arrest and was unable to be revived. The hospital blames the number of staff off sick and a surge in patients. West Australians are waking up to new freedoms this morning, the state government relaxing a range of COVID restrictions. As of midnight, only household or intimate contacts of a COVID case will be required to isolate. Caps for hospitality venues and private gatherings have been lifted and check-ins have been removed statewide, except at hospitals. It's been revealed the victim of a fatal stabbing at the Sydney Royal Easter Show was expecting a child with his girlfriend. No one's been arrested over the vicious attack on 17-year-old Yati Falatolu, which police suspect was gang-related. They're calling for witnesses to supply more video footage of the brawl on Monday night as their investigation continues. There's good news for drivers this Easter. Petrol prices are plummeting as retailers pass on the federal government's fuel excise cut. Across the country, the average weekly price has fallen more than 32 cents a litre in the fortnight since the budget was handed down. In Sydney, some outlets are charging as little as $1.40 for a litre of E10. If you're suffering from regular headaches, you're not alone. According to a new study, at least half the world's population is affected by headache disorder, with almost 16% experiencing one on any given day. The research also shows women are twice as likely as men to have persistent headaches and migraines. Painkillers, rest and massages can help manage headaches, but if they persist or if you develop one which is sudden and severe, it is time to see your doctor. A would-be thief has been caught snooping through car windows wearing just his sneakers. The man was exposed in more ways than one when security lights and an alarm activated in the Queensland town of Gracemere. We're still in the dark as to why he chose to flash and dash. 
Let's check your finance now. The Dow Jones is trading more than 200 points higher. The Nasdaq also up. In London, the FT100 added and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 509 points higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also up. The All Lords 37 points higher. And the ASX200 up 25. On the commodities, gold is trading at 1,983 US dollars an ounce, oil 104 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.41 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. Johnny Depp's sister has taken the stand in his multi-million dollar defamation lawsuit against four Amber Heard. She testified the actor swore never to repeat domestic violence after their mother abused them. Depp's friend and neighbour also told the hearing he never saw a bruise on Amber Heard's face after an alleged incident in which Depp is said to have thrown a phone at her. The actor claims a newspaper article written by Heard in which she spoke about domestic violence implied Depp was an abuser. The trial continues. At least 10 people have been killed after a tourist bus collided with a truck in southern Egypt. The impact caused the bus to burst into flames. 14 other tourists suffered various injuries, were also taken to hospital. The cause of the crash is unknown. A huge blaze has broken out at a hotel in southern California. The four-storey building was under construction when it caught fire. Dramatic video captured by drivers shows huge flames engulfing the entire structure. The intense blaze forced the closure of a major highway northwest of LA. There's been a dramatic twist in the story of an Adelaide man who went partying while infected with COVID, sending hundreds of people into isolation. The nightclub he visited has released damning security footage casting doubt on his claim he didn't know he tested positive. A controversial move on the dance floor in view of nightclub cameras. We were fairly close with him in the club crowd actually. Fortunately I myself did not get COVID that night but a few mates uh, who were actually in that video right near him actually um, got them. That includes one uh, of our friends who's um, immunocompromised actually. The video shows Ralph McIntosh letting his hair down after being sent a positive COVID result. He looks at his phone several times, texting and taking photos, despite claims he didn't see the message from SA Health until the next morning. The footage has been viewed thousands of times, including by some of the revellers who were there on the night and forced into quarantine over Christmas. From the court outcome, I guess, it wasn't really what uh, me and like, a bunch of patrons, um, even the people at Loverboy, um, really hoped for. McIntosh was slapped with a $600 fine on Monday but avoided a conviction, infuriating Loverboy's owners who say the fallout from the saga cost it $60,000. The nightclub is yet to confirm whether it plans to sue McIntosh for lost income. Attempts by Seven News to contact the owners for a response have so far gone unanswered. Be good to see, like, at least an apology. The video has since been taken down. Hannah Ford, Seven News. The first of 20 army bushmasters, which Australia is providing to help with the war in Ukraine, are on the ground in Europe. The armoured vehicles were unloaded from an RAAF plane at an undisclosed airport. They'll now make their way into the hands of Ukrainian forces to be used on the front line. We've learned the start date for the trial of accused pedophile Malka Leifer. Prosecutors and defence lawyers agree the five-week hearing will begin on the 1st of August and go before a jury. The former Melbourne school principal has pleaded not guilty to 90 charges of child sexual abuse.
to Sport Now and Collingwood have rung the changes for tonight's AFL clash with Brisbane. Star forward John Dugowie will make his return from suspension while Taylor Adams is out of health and safety protocols. American Pie Mason Cox has also been recalled. The game will be Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal's 200th game. You can watch all the action from the Gabba live on the screens of Seven. The Cleary name will be associated with Penrith for a long time to come in the NRL. The club confirmed co-captain Nathan Cleary and coach Ivan have re-signed through to the end of the 2027 season. The pair will earn a combined $10 million over their contracts at the reigning premiers. Cricket Australia says Andrew McDonald was their clear choice to succeed Justin Langer. The 40-year-old has been given a four-year contract. Look forward to working with Pat and Aaron, the two captains, but also the, the wider staff and, and Cricket Australia as a whole. McDonald has been in charge on an interim basis since Langer resigned in February. Against all the odds, the Mariners pulled off an incredible comeback to draw two all with the Wanderers in the A-League. After being reduced to 10 men after Lewis Miller's controversial red card for scrapping Adam Traore's shins, Western Sydney pushed out to a 2-0 lead. But the Mariners didn't give up, fighting back to steal a point with the final shot of the game. The back post got up, it's in, it's in for the Mariners. They will not back down. Wellington are up to fifth after beating Perth 1-0. A high-stakes showdown is looming at Bells Beach with 12 world titles between them. Steph Gilmore and Chris Moore will battle it out for a spot in the women's semi-finals. Sitting 14th in the rankings, Gilmore is fighting to avoid the new mid-season cut. Only the top 10 qualify for the back end of the season. Three other Aussies are through to the quarters, including Tyler Wright. Taking a look at the weather now in a trough from the north to the south will trigger storms in the tropics as well as some isolated showers and storms inland in South Australia. Onshore winds will cause light showers along the New South Wales and Queensland coasts, while moist winds will bring showers over WA. Around the capitals, a shower or two in Brisbane, 26. A shower or two in Sydney, 23 degrees. Mostly sunny in Canberra, 21 degrees. The same in Melbourne, 25. Partly cloudy in Hobart and 20. Partly cloudy in Adelaide, 28 degrees. Mostly sunny in Perth, 26 degrees the top. And a possible shower or storm in Darwin, a top of 34 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Thursday, the 14th of April. I'm Sally Bowery.